When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Pop Culture and Fandom News. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and before I tell you who is on the panel with me this week, I just want to quickly say, yay, the strike is over. If you didn't hear, the SAG after a strike is over. And again, this just goes to show you when those big corporate bigwigs and those big billionaires say this is our final and best offer, just like we learned with WGA, that's bullshit. And it's not. So we learned that with that. So I'm very excited the strike is over for everybody. I know I know it was getting to the point where I would read comments and a lot of people that were crew members and people behind the scenes, some of them were getting very, very, they were having a hard time with it. And which I understand because a lot of them were going through their savings and, you know, there's no jobs. And so they were really struggling. A lot of people in the industry was affecting a lot of people. So I'm so glad they were able to come to a deal and get a deal that they liked. And I'm really, really happy for them. So congratulations to SAG-AFTRA. And then of course, what that means for us is we can now talk about stuff we haven't been able to talk about. So that makes me excited. And also it makes me excited because about like in September, this was in September. Yeah. I recorded an interview with the editors. They also wrote a couple of, uh, or a chapter, a couple of chapters in there of a new book that's coming out. That's talking about the psychology of the show, The Boys. And the title of that book is Soups Ain't Always Heroes. And so of course, we weren't able to release that because we're talking about the boys and the boys is, you know, like, you know, very struck work since it's one of the big, one of the most successful things for Amazon, for Amazon Prime. So I'm very, very excited that I will be able to release that. That will be released, I'm thinking next week, but after a couple of episodes, because I actually think it'll go very well with what our next week, what we're talking about. But first, I just want to welcome Danelle back. So Danelle is with me again this week. On Friday's episode, we're continuing my birthday celebration with a look at another band that I'm so happy that someone finally was like, yeah, I like New Order. So we're going to be talking about New Order. So another band that is very near and dear to my heart. So I'm very excited about that. But before Danelle and I get to talking about that, I want to first know, so you only had to deal with one week of not be able to talk about struck work. So you're very lucky. 
But I want to know, what is one thing in fandom or pop culture that you're into right now? Uh, yes. And thank God the strike is over. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very happy for, for their successful negotiations. So shout out to, to them because unions work. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Moving on, what I'm happy about in pop culture fandom, I love on TikTok, uh, Kevin Bacon's little footloose dance, celebrating the end of the strike. The man has still got it. We love you, Kevin Bacon. Yes, love you. Um, Him and Kara are hilarious. If you're not following them on TikTok, you got to do it. They are absolutely adorable, hanging out with their goats and their farm. They're just, you know, everyday people. Love them. So yeah, that was that was fun to watch. Brought back some great memories. Yeah, I agree. That was really I, I love Kevin Bacon. I absolutely adore Kevin Bacon. And uh, you know, he is someone who he can really uh he's able to laugh at himself a lot. And, you know, I know it was hard for him at first with the six degrees of Kevin Bacon because he thought it was making fun of him. But then when he truly embraced it, like he's like created charities around that. He like has, I think he has a podcast around that too. And he just, he is embraces it. And, you know, also speaking of that with the SAG after a strike over, we are seeing the return of six degrees of Finn Whitrock since we play our own version. If people remember, it's been a long time since we've been able to do one. Um, but yeah, that was very cute. And I do agree and if you don't want to follow them on TikTok, follow them on Instagram as well, because pretty much anything they post on TikTok will also be on Instagram. So yeah, it was very cute watching him doing the footloose moves and stuff. And and that's that's one of those Hollywood couples that like if they ever break up. <laughs> oh no. Don't knock on wood, that never happens. I'd be so heartbroken. <laughs> I would be so heartbroken. They give us hope. So I hope you're listening, Mr. Bacon. Yes. You guys be good to each other. Stay together. Yes. Because we love you. All right. Yeah. Um, what else I've been to? I've done a couple of other things I'm into. Um, I actually discovered suits during the strike. It's It's been around for a while. It's not like a super old show or anything like that. What a fun show. Um, I enjoyed all of the actors, the writing. It was a lot of fun. If you like kind of a little bit of a legal drama, I know it sounds like possibly a snooze fest. But it's really sharp writing and acting that make it a lot of fun. So I kind of like blazed through that, did a lot of it's perfect for binge watching. So I was binge watching that. And I've also um, finally started my rewatch of Supernatural. So I'm a diehard Supernatural fan, always will be. Love that show. And I'm finding new things to love about it, you know, just in the rewatch. It's been a lot of fun. So. Yeah, that's what I've been doing besides reading and stuff like that, too. But we talked about those books last week, so. <laughs> books are done. <laughs> yeah. Now that we can actually no talk about the movies and things, right? <laughs> like, I want to get back to that. So, yeah, I'm having fun with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Suits. Suits. We were going to cover Suits, actually, on this uh, podcast last year. And I had it on there when we were doing USA shows. And at that time, this was before it became this, it's become this huge hit. People are discovering it. I watched it a long time ago. I never finished it, but I watched it before it became like this huge thing. And no one signed up for it. So that's why we didn't cover it. And it was, yeah, no one signed up for it. But yeah, so maybe someday we'll return to that one. I don't know. 
Uh, but I, I did enjoy what I did see of it. And then um, I'll mention the supernatural thing in our lightning round because that show. Uh- <laughs> I know we can't get away from it. <laughs> but everybody I know, almost everybody that is on this podcast, I want to say, except for some people that I met first through the Mindy Project, I met through Supernatural. So no matter what, even if I get really annoyed with that show, the further it goes along, I will always, always love the show for bringing so many amazing people into my life. Seriously. So, yeah. Okay. Well, the one thing that I'm into right now is there, I I am into, I love cult things and things about cults. I know it's my thing. And there is a new documentary on Netflix called Escaping Twin Flames, which is about this. I had never heard of this cult. It's like a multi-level marketing type cult called Twin Flames, where these two people, Jeff and Shalia Devine. Yes, they did come up with those names. Uh, well, not Jeff. <laughs> Jeff is a pretty pretty mundane name, name. But they did do the Divine at the end, and they supposedly can find your twin flame. Everybody has kind of like a soulmate, but everybody has that twin flame. The issue is they promote, like they encourage people that follow to stalk people. Like they had all these stories on there of somebody would be like, well, they we they broke up with me. Uh, they don't want to be with me. They don't feel that way about me. And they're like, well, they are your twin flame. Just keep pursuing them. Just keep pursuing them. And like one person got arrested for ignoring a um, restraining order. They also, the really uh, horrible part, horrible thing that they have done is they have also started to do, because they started losing a lot of members, and then it was just a lot a lot of women there. So they started saying that everybody, you know, there's divine masculine and divine feminine. And so they started telling people, no matter how they identified that you are masculine or you're feminine. And then they like started encouraging people to um, transition, which is horrible because of the way that that is just another thing that will just increase transphobia. If people are going to look and see, well, if somebody is trans, then they're obviously in a cult because that's what this cult does. And it's really heartbreaking and sad and all this control. And of course, a lot of it's about money. Like people are just paying uh, Jeff and Shalia all this money. And um, Jeff, like they showed all these videos of like all these, this was a cult that kind of, it started before this, but it became really big during the start of the pandemic because they do all these Zoom calls. That's how they do almost everything, except for now they're buying all this property and they want everybody to live there which Ew. is when it really gets bad. And they like tell people to cut off their whole families, you know, like a lot of cults do. They were saying they were going to have this divine child that was never, ever going to have a partner ever. Um, and she was because she was already ascended and the only person or being that she would ever have sex with is uh, is God. So it's it's just like wow. it's yeah it's really scary and it's it's very sad and uh you know 
they talked to a lot of the ex-cult members and a lot of family members that lost their family members to the cult. And, you know, so. Sounds fascinating. It is. It's really interesting because I never heard of this group ever. I never heard of this one before. So, yeah. Did you ever see Escaping Polygamy? That was a good one. I'm sure. I, I know I've seen a lot of stuff about polygamy, about like, war, was that about Warren Jeffs, right? That horrible. Yeah. Movie. One of the, the ladies was from him, from from that particular group. But yeah, there were, most of them are from the Order. There's a couple of different, which is a branch of the FLDS. Um, mm-hmm. So very fascinating. They basically work to to help members escape is what they do. Oh, oh, it's like a whole series. It's not just like one little, because I know there's one about just Warren Jeffs, but I can't remember what that's called now. But yeah, I know this one is um, one of his daughters is, is part of it. She was trying to find her sister. And I, Rachel, I think is her name. And she's been pretty public. So she's on the show too. But most of these girls are from another offshoot called The Order, which is another really messed up you know, cults as well. So it's fascinating. I'm, I'm fascinated what leads people to do that, you know, to be in that kind of a, a group. So it is interesting. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, I think people don't realize completely that a lot of the multi-level marketing stuff t- can, turns into like cult stuff and has a cult mentality. You know, I've had lots of friends that are involved in those groups and it been in a lot of them. And those ones, you know, what's even, I mean, they're all sad, but what's sad about those two is that people lose so much money, so much money, you know, even ones like LuLaRue, which I think it's got a culty vibe to it, definitely. But that one with like the, you know, the, um, the stretch pants or whatever, and they were like, they were, they had so much of an overstock of them that they, that people were getting these and they were covered in like mold and stuff. It's really gross. I saw something about that. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. But it's sad because people spent so much money buying all that product. And then if you can't sell it all, you're, you know, and then when you sell it, then you're encouraged to buy more products. So it's like all the money you make goes back into the organization. So the two people running it, or the family, in the case of Lularoo, they can have all the money and nobody else gets the profit. So it's just it's just gross and disgusting. Okay, well, let's move on now to one thing in pop culture or fandom that you're excited, upset, etc. about to know. Basically, yeah, I'm just excited to finally see some shows that I've been wanting to come back. So, you know, I know they're starting to film Stranger Things. So I'm excited about that. Handmaid's Tale, hopefully we'll be back soon. And hopefully we'll see some boys, the boys soon. Um, I am excited to be able to watch um, V, I think is the name of it, right? That's on, um, that has Soldier Boy, of course, the uh, amazing Jensen Ackles. Generation Generation, Gen V. I'm like, like, I was thinking of that (laughs) show from, you know, from the 80s. Yes, the 80s. I loved that show. (laughs) I'm like, what are you talking about? Wait, that's coming back? I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what did I yeah, miss? Kids out there, we know you, it's okay. It's okay. Just look it up. Look it up. It's it's a little historical uh, homework for you. Yeah, V was a great show. <laughs> Generation V, thank you, Aaron. 
course, with the amazing Jensen Ackles so, as Soldier Boy. So I'm excited to watch that, too. I haven't checked that out yet. So, Yeah, it's um, the book that I mentioned in the beginning, uh, you know, that does the with the psychology of the boys and soups ain't always heroes that that book. They have a whole chapter. Well, they also interview Jensen Ackles in the in the book as well, because this is from people who've written a lot of supernatural books or one of the people that writes it. Um, they are fangasm on Twitter and Instagram. I'm sure people know them. But anyway, so they have a chapter all about Soldier Boy that is really interesting to read because they talk about the fact that having Jensen Ackles, casting Jensen Ackles as that character when you've already got this um, fan base from Supernatural that loves him because of Dean Winchester, and then you cast him as this horrible, awful person. Uh, and then how so many people watching because they love Jensen Ackles and because of Dean Winchester struggled with the fact that they were like, well, no, I kind of feel bad for him because of this and that. And the psychology of that, of the fact that, you know, because you've got an actor that people love and find very attractive and, you know, that kind of stuff, how it. Uh, colors the way people are looking at that character. And that was a really interesting chapter to read and look at because I do think that is something that happens a lot where people excuse the bad behavior because of the person playing that character or something like that. So anyway, so another shout out for, for that, for that book, but I still haven't watched his appearance in gen generation V because or Gen V, whatever, because I haven't watched the whole thing, but I have seen clips of it. I know he's only in there for like, I think it's like two minutes or something, or six minutes, maybe at the max. So, um, but yeah, I'll, you know, I love Jensen Ackles. I'm sure as people know, I do, you know, struggle with him sometimes personally, but I do think he is a tremendous actor, like an absolutely who deserved like so many Emmys for uh, Supernatural, but you know, anyway. Um, well, one thing that I am excited, upset, et cetera, about what well, I'm excited about is, um, well, I'm excited that, uh, the strike is over for many reasons because there's so many things that I haven't been able to talk about, share, that kind of stuff. And I am really excited because, uh, it seems to me that there has been a change with some people when it comes to Ryan Gosling because of the Barbie movie. A lot of people have discovered something that I have known, and Tiff, shout out to Tiff, we have known this for decades. Ryan Gosling is an incredible actor and is so good at comedy, so good at comedy. And we did record an episode discussing Barbie. I want to let everybody know it's over three hours long, <laughs> so... <laughs> It'll be released at some point, okay? But I haven't even I haven't even gotten to edit it yet. But anyway, and uh, so I'm very excited about that. And I know there's a new movie that he's going to be in called The Fall Guy. And the reason I want to see it is because of him, because he looks like he's doing a lot of great physical comedy. And that's what I think he's so great at. And I really don't. I think a lot of people, or at least a lot of people I knew, really appreciated Ryan Gosling like they should have. So that's what I'm happy about is that people are finally appreciating Ryan Gosling 
and his comedic timing and um, his physical comedy and just him as an actor in general. And um, so that's another reason that I really appreciate the Barbie movie because of that, because it made people who may have for some reason decided they weren't going to love Ryan Gosling. Sorry, I'm giving everybody a hard time here, but <laughs> they went, I don't oh, wait. see how anybody could not love him. I mean, he's awesome. Like, I've loved him for a long time. I've always thought he was great. Thank you. Right? Well, no, a lot of people were very like, ah, he's Ryan Gosling. Ah, ah, ah. That was yeah. the attitude. And so, yes. Well, he needs, he deserves all the accolades. He was great. In Barbie. He was hysterical. <laughs> he was yeah. really good in Barbie. Yes. Yes. So, yes. So we will be releasing an episode discussing that. I'm just not sure when it will be released. It will be released to our Patreon subscribers, though, first. And our Patreon subscribers will get the unedited video version where you get to see us as Barbies. So, um, or our version of whatever Barbie we wanted to be. So if you want to see that version... I'm not sure when it'll be released, but that will be unedited. So it might just be released whenever I feel like it may be in December. Uh, become a Patreon supporter today for as little as three bucks a month. So, yeah. Okay. Well, for our final topic here, and I apologize to all my other panelists. I may do this as a thing going on because I know a lot of people are going to be like, hey, I want to do this. We uh, are going to celebrate the end of the strike. By going around and we can just name things that we have not been able to mention because of the strike and movies or television shows that you have been binging and you wanted to give a shout out to. So this is just kind of like a lightning round. It's not necessarily, you could say a little bit about it, but we'll just go back and forth for until I say that's it. <laughs> so give me one, Danelle, and then I'll give me one and then we'll go back and forth like that. Only murders in the building. Awesome show. I still need to watch that show. Oh my gosh, I still need to watch that show. Uh, I finally watched Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, when I was on a plane coming back from <laughs> Ireland. I finally watched that. And um, I really, it was really sweet, especially if you love the book. It's really sweet. Been rewatching Supernatural. I mentioned that earlier. Always love that show. I have watched, I've rewatched Supernatural. I've been rewatching Supernatural basically almost since the strike the SAG after strike began and I need to get out of this supernatural. <laughs> I just keep watching. I'm like, the strike's over. You can stop now. No, I was watching some of it before we started. So <laughs> I'm down that dumpster. <laughs> Me too. I'm almost to season nine. So there we go. <laughs> we talked about suits. I, I watched that. And that was fabulous. I enjoy that. So if you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend it. I watched uh, the Boogeyman. Not though I know I've raved about a Boogeyman movie with uh, you know with Barry Watson before, talking about how that was an award worthy performance. I'm never ever gonna change my mind on that. But there's an there was a new movie, The Boogeyman, based on Stephen King book that starred the best Chris. Who is the best Chris? Chris Messina. And I watched that also on a plane on the way back from Ireland. And yeah, grizzled like. Beard, gray beard, Messina is, whew, that's where it's at. So, <laughs> nice. <yeah. laughs> um, Dark Winds, um, which is an awesome show, um, native cast, um, and 
takes place on um, a reservation. Um, it's awesome, a little bit spooky. It's got some supernaturally vibes, you know, detective things going on on the on the res. So highly recommend that show, Dark Winds. Awesome. Uh, I also watched another horror comedy. This is the year of horror comedies, I swear, uh, called The Blackening, which is really funny. It's really it talk. It's really a play on a lot of the tropes in horror, especially tropes in horror when it comes to any black character. So it's really funny. I I recommend that as well. I also watched that on the plane from Ireland. I watched so much stuff on the plane back from Ireland. Uh, the last one I want to say is Killers of the Flower Moon. I want to see that film. I have not seen it yet, but I've heard wonderful things. But there's also a book that's highly recommended that I've heard is even better than the book, um, Killers of the Flower Moon, called Mean Spirit. Um, and it's written by Linda um, Hogan. And she is a Native woman um, from the Osage tribe. And so I kind of would rather hear it from from her um, rather than a non-Indigenous person telling the story. So I highly recommend that book. I've heard it's incredible. So I'm looking forward to reading that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's much better to hear it from that that voice than from a white man. <laughs> Basically. I haven't, I haven't seen the movie either. I haven't seen Killer of the Flower Moon either, but, um, but I'm sure I'll be watching it before Oscar season. I didn't really, it was, it was right when the SAG after a stri- strike happened and we had recorded, Paula and I had recorded an episode and we had actually recorded our episode talking about Billy Zane, which we will release at some point because that's been recorded. We just couldn't release it because the strike happened right at that time. And I had mentioned on there that I had seen the latest Mission Impossible movie. Tom Cruise is a horrible person. I acknowledge this. He's in a cult, speaking of cults. But I am a huge fan of the Mission Impossible franchise. That's my favorite action franchise. So I was very excited to see that. I know it failed and bombed at the box office. But I enjoyed watching it. So that's the last thing I will mention. I know there are tons that we missed and shows. I mean, I spent a lot of my time watching Supernatural, I will say. I watched the whole thing once. And then right when it ended, and once again, screw that fucking series finale. One of the worst series finales ever. Anyway, so once it was done, I went right back and hit play again and started it again. And I'm the... It's Dean Winchester, I'm telling you. It's his fault that I did this. So <laughs> I love Dean Winchester. I'm in love with a fictional character. I, I, I'm in love with a fictional character. What can I say? I'm right there with you. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was like, I was like just all about that, <laughs> about Supernatural. But the good thing was, and I've mentioned it already before, but I'll mention a little bit more here, is that I was able to then go back to the fanfic that I had started in 2015, the series that I'd written with Dean in therapy. And I had sort of abandoned it in 2019. And I was on the last part of the series. It's a six part series. And then I was able to return to it and finish it. So I was able to finish that. And I'm so proud of myself for finishing that. And a lot of the reason that I was able to do that was not only just rewatching supernatural but also getting kudos and comments from people on archive of our own when they would read it 
And it was such this big motivation for me to go back and finish it. And so I'm just mentioning that because as a reminder, again, if you're, if you're reading fanfic, people, fanfic writers are incredible and they do that work for free. They'll never make any money off of it. So the biggest, the payment that you can give them are those comments, the bookmarks, the kudos and sharing them too, telling people to read them. So thank you because, because of that, I was able to return to that fic and finish it. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty darn proud of it. It was a big journey for me emotionally because I relate to the character of Dean on a very, very deep level, more than I've ever related to a character ever in my life. So writing for him has, was a therapeutic journey for me. And I had people that would read it and leave comments and say, I, I went to my therapist and I said, I want to do this that I read in a fanfic. I want to do this in therapy. And that was like huge compliment. So, uh, so yeah, so, so I will, you know, get annoyed with that show and it's hold over me, especially now that it's got its hold over me again. But once again, it's brought so many amazing things into my life. So I will always love it for that. Okay. Well, this has been a beautiful short episode. The only reason I say beautiful is because I love it when they're short. I love I, I'm, I love longer episodes too, but it's the editor in me that loves episodes that are like just over a half an hour. It's amazing. It takes me less time to edit, especially when it's just two of us. But we're going to go ahead and close this one out. And Danelle, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok and Discord um, now <laughs> as Draven Pearl. So awesome. pretty simple. Draven <laughs> <laughs> Pearl, you can find me. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for Danelle, pretty simple there. And remember, you don't want to follow me because you can't follow me on Instagram because I'm private and I don't do anything on Twitter anymore for my private account or for my personal account, excuse me. But you do want to follow Fergie on TikTok. I just posted a new video of her just while walking. She likes to walk on walls. When we're out walking, like these little walls, she'll just hop up there and walk on them. It's really cute. And so I just posted a new video of her on TikTok. And her TikTok account handle is at Schroeder and Fergs. That's S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R-A-N-D-F-E-R-G-S. Yes, it is long, but it is worth it. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod on TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. I just did a TikTok about uh, violent femmes. I'll be doing a TikTok about uh, a couple of other things too. I'm trying to be more active on there. So give us a follow and watch our videos as I try and navigate the TikTok space. I love TikTok, but I don't quite understand it as far as like being a TikToker. (laughs) So I'm trying to get better at it. Uh, If you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, feel free to reach out to us via our website. It's a fandomthingpod.com. Click the contact us button there and that'll shoot me an email and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And while you're there, consider becoming a Patreon supporter today for as little as three bucks a month. You get ad-free content, you get bonus episodes. Like I said, we're going to be releasing an unedited, uncut video version of our Barbie review that's over three hours long. 
features uh, Carla, Susie, uh, Aaron A. I think that's it. I think that was, yeah. But uh, yeah, and and the one that I'll be releasing for the regular podcast, I'm not positive when that'll come out, but go become a Patreon supporter and you'll see it and hear it before everybody else. And you can get the link in the show notes or click the contact us, not the contact us, click the support us page on our website. And on our next episode, we are continuing my birthday month with a look at the band New Order. So Danelle will be returning for that one. And then you're also going to hear at the end of that episode how we're rounding up my birthday month because I haven't told any of you because I wasn't sure it was going to be able to happen, but it is going to be able to happen. So I will be announcing that soon. You've been given a lot of hints in this episode, so try and figure it out. See if you can figure it out before I announce it. But until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate.